This is Faster, a podcast by Flow Cycling. In each episode, we interview industry experts to educate you, challenge you, and even change the way you train so you become faster. When we're not creating this podcast, we're working on other ways to make you faster. At Flow, we design and manufacture some of the world's fastest cycling wheels that we sell consumer direct to keep more money in your pockets. As a special thank you for listening to Faster, we wanted to offer you 20% off your next purchase. Simply use coupon code PODCAST in all capital letters at checkout. Your purchase will also support our Give Back initiatives. 1% of all sales supports our Bike for a Kid program, where we provide bikes and helmets for kids in need. We also plant one tree for every wheel we ship as a thank you to our planet. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Faster. I am your host, John Thornham, and today I'm going to be talking about spokes and probably in some detail that you maybe have not considered, uh, but I believe it's important to understand your gear, understand your equipment, and um, how to help yourself. One of the biggest things that we see with people when they talk to us about upgrading a set of wheels is that they are coming from a set of wheels where their wheels are out of true often, they broke brake spokes frequently, um, and a lot of times that is seen on something like an OE set of wheels or a wheels or a set of wheels that is built without really good spokes. I think spokes are probably one of the most overlooked components in a wheel. People think that they're all similar, they look similar, and most people think it's a spoke, it's a spoke, it's a spoke. The truth is, is that that is not the case. Years ago, uh, I think it was, goodness, 2010, uh, starting this business, went to Interbike and I met with a, a number of different companies and um, obviously we went with Sapum. Um, they are arguably the world's best spoke uh, producer and we have always used a spoke called the Sapum CX Ray. Um, the only wheel that we don't use that on is going to be the flow disc that uses a Sapum laser and the reason we don't use it there is because well it doesn't see the wind because it's covered. And so we decided to go with the spoke that uh, is extremely durable and strong, but you're not going to need the aero benefits of the shape of the CX Ray. The CX Ray has sort of um, an oval shape. Uh, it's a very cool shape, and it provides aerodynamics and some strength and, and some things like that. We'll talk about that in this episode a little bit. I think it's important to know that a spoke um, is something that has. Most people think they're kind of like one shape the whole way through, and that's not the case. If you had that, it would be just called like a straight spoke. Uh, if you hear of a, ever heard of the term uh, like a butted spoke, what it means is that you're changing the diameter of the spoke uh, through different sections of the spoke. On the CX Ray, um, the actual part that is the oval shape that has its own unique shape, and then at the where the basically where the J bend is on our spokes, up up where it connects to the hub. Has a, has a diameter, it's round there, and then down closer to where the nipple is, it's also round there as well. So that change from the um, section up by the hub to the uh, the oval section and then back down to the uh, the other change again is, uh, is basically showing that there's, there's budding on that spoke. The benefits of budding are that you're putting strength where it's needed, you are reducing material where it's not needed, it creates a lighter spoke, it creates mechanical properties in the middle that allow it to bend and stretch properly so you are getting um, more benefit there there's a whole like science behind the development of a spoke and it's really cool um, we can talk more about that maybe in another episode but 
the reason I'm writing or talking today is we have a, a I wrote a blog post uh, that kind of accompanies this podcast. I've been doing this recently where I do a podcast and a blog on the same topic so you can kind of get it in the way that you you want to hear the content. But uh, as a mechanical engineer, I, I you know I studied mechanical engineering in school and I've kind of brought that over to flow to design stuff and I remember years and years ago, I learned some of the things about metals specifically, and not all just metals, but materials in general. Uh, And there are three things that I wanted to talk about um, today from a mechanical perspective. Those are um, elastic and plastic deformation. That's the first one. The second one is mechanical fatigue. And the third one is uh, mechanical creep. Um, It all really matters to your wheel uh, and how it's built from a spoke, uh, with the spokes from a spoke perspective. And why it matters is, you know, a lot of people look at a CX Ray, they realize it's probably like $4 at retail and think, well, this is just overpriced. I can go down to a different spoke. I mean, I had somebody the first year when I went to Kona who said, hey, we can make you a CX Ray. It was a factory. And they say, hey, we can make them for less than a dollar. And I thought, well, what's the difference? The truth is the materials are different. The process is different. And you end up with a, a subpar spoke. So first thing we'll talk about is elastic and plastic deformation. That is important because as a metal, as a material, you have, and most people don't think about it because they think metals are basically stationary. They don't move. Well, even in a material like metal, you have what's called an elastic range. So the, the metal itself can stretch some, and then it will go back to its original shape if it is in the elastic range. Think of an elastic band. This is a very easy visual to see. You take an elastic band in your hand, you hold one side in both hands, and you stretch it. Well, it changes and then if you let it go, it goes back to its original shape. So that would be what would be considered in its elastic range. So it will move and then go back. A spoke is no different. The metal itself will, will flex or stretch or, or change shape to some capacity, and then it goes back. If you get into what's called the plastic um, deformation, what happens is, is you go beyond the point where it can handle the elastic change. So uh, there's a there's a test that you that you do and uh, we did in school, which is really kind of neat. Um, you take a metal and you have a machine that basically pulls a metal rod, and eventually you get to this point where it starts to stretch, and it call it goes through this process called necking, where basically it gets really thin, and then eventually it breaks. So if you have a spoke that is either wow is is a the tension's too tight, or there's a number of things that can cause this. But you can get a spoke into what's called a plastic deformation range. So it basically stretches beyond its ability to return to its original shape. That starts to damage the spoke or damage the properties uh, of the mechanical properties of the spoke. For some spokes, uh, because of the way that they're made, that plastic deformation range is, is happens. It's easier for that to happen. And so you can get uh, damage in your spokes easier. The CX Ray is a great spoke because it has a great elastic range and it allows for a lot of movement and a lot of forgiveness um, with within the build and within the riding of the wheel, so it stays in a plastic range uh, very very well. You want to avoid plastic deformation in any material. Think of an elastic band again. You stretch that. Eventually, you can sort of get like these micro tears and in the in the elastic band i don't know if you've ever seen an elastic band that starts to fray that can be for a number of reasons but if you if you go beyond you're starting to get these small changes in the structure of the material that you're using they don't go back to their original shape and eventually they can break so that is something that you really need to consider we use cx rays again because 
arguably they are the best spokes and they have a great elastic range. Another thing that I learned uh, when I was in school was something called mechanical fatigue. Now, mechanical fatigue was something that really surprised me. Um, the way I learned about it was we had a professor who was discussing the ideas of uh, an axle in a car, and he said that they're all designed to fail at some point, which I thought was kind of strange. So if you think about it, um, every time you take uh, something and you load it, the easiest way to think of a load is if you think of like a, a diving board and somebody goes and stands on the end, it bends, and then if they get off it, it goes back. So every time it bends and then goes back to its original shape, that's a load when somebody's on it and then an unload when somebody gets off. Same thing as an elastic band. You stretch it and then it go back. That would be one loading cycle. On a car axle, um, it's a little bit harder to see in your head, but basically if the car is sitting on the two axles, there's a load on one side of the axle because the axle is slightly bent upwards as the, as, the, as the weight is on the vehicle. And as that wheel rolls forward, well, that load shifts through the axle sort of in a, cyclic, in a cyclical pattern. And so it loads and unloads throughout that rotation. A bicycle wheel is the same thing. As you roll, I just, we just did an article all on um, how a wheel supports its load and how we talked about the loading and unloading of spokes down at the contact patch. So every time a, a spoke loads and unloads as it goes through that rotation, you have um, a cycle. So every mechanical component is designed to be able to go through a certain number of cycles. So once it hits that point, mechanical fatigue, which is basically minor damage each time it goes through a cycle, takes over and the it'll break. Car axles have like, I don't know how many millions of revolutions it is. It really depends on the design, but eventually they break. Spokes are no different. They go through a certain number of um, loading cycles and eventually they, they will break at some point. CX rays have some of the highest loading and unloading cycle numbers that you will find. And it makes them extremely durable and they have an extremely long life cycle. What you see in a lot of OE wheels is that these spokes are very, um, they use different materials and so they don't go have the same number of loading cycles and so they will break early. And that's a, that's a big concern. So you want to consider a spoke when you're building a wheel that has a, a large number of load cycles because not only does it help from a braking perspective, but it helps from a truing perspective because the, and if you, combine that with the elastic plastic range, the spoke can basically live and any, anything you think of a, and what I mean by live is in engineering, there's things that are static bridges are, are well, certain parts of bridges or certain structures can be static, meaning they don't move, but a bridge as it goes through its day, it loads with cars, wind and all that stuff. There is a dynamic nature to it. So it moves. A wheel is more of the traditional idea around dynamic um, engineering is that it's it's meant to move, it's meant to change. Spokes are something that are dynamic. They continually load and unload. Um, the last thing that I want to talk about is the idea of mechanical creep. Mechanical creep is something that is, if you think of a spoke and you think of a tension being on it, and it's on it for a very long time, over a prolonged period of time. When creep sets in, what happens is, is once it's been in that position for a long time, it starts to change. So its structure starts to change. So basically what it does is if you were to let it go over a long time, 
it wouldn't go all the way back to its original shape because creep has set in and you now have this structure that is kind of permanently, it is permanently deformed because the creep has set in. Bad spokes or lower quality spokes will have creep set in earlier. Good spokes, while I'm not saying they don't ever have creep, but if they're set up in the right tensions and they're, and they're built in the proper way, then creep is very is highly unlikely to happen in a good spoke. So it's another thing that you need to consider. All three of the things that I'm talking about today, which is elastic and plastic deformation, fatigue, and creep, all go into the life and the durability of your spoke, the life and durability of your wheel, and the life and durability of the true of your wheel and how it operates as a system. Knowing all of those things, when we set out to design the original flow wheels and even the flow wheels today, we choose to go with the best spoke because it gives you the lowest chance of ever getting a having a broken spoke, especially in something a key thing like a race. It prevents you from having to true the wheels as often. You see in a lot of OE wheels, what you see is, you know, you'll see a number of spokes on there that is normally pretty high. So 32 is not uncommon. And when you have a spoke, a wheel that's being built by somebody who doesn't know what the rider is going to be, it could be somebody that's 120 pounds. It could be somebody that's 320 pounds. That big shift means that the wheel builder or the bike builder who's going to put those wheels on has to consider a build that is going to sort of cover everybody. Now, not everybody needs 32 spokes in their in their bike uh, or in their wheels. And, and so you, in a lot of situations, get somebody who has a wheel that is, that they're, it's overbuilt. The other, other reason they use so many spokes is because they are um, using a spoke that's just a low quality. So they have to overbuild the wheel to be able to um, get away with using a lower quality spoke. When you use a higher quality spoke, you can use fewer spokes. You have a much more responsive, much more dynamic wheel because it is built properly in the, in the correct weight range and it is set up and geared for the rider. So next time you go out, if you're looking for wheels to buy, um, look for a wheel with Sapham CX rays. There are other spokes out there that I know a lot of people think are great spokes. We've tested with them, we've done things, and I'll just tell you that the CX rays are the best option uh, that we've ever found. Um, I'm not saying you can't use other spokes, and I'm not naming any names of other companies because I don't think that's the right thing to do, but I love the Sapham CX rays, and it's been our spoke of choice for four years. We could buy cheaper spokes, but we don't because we know ultimately what it ends up in the long run. Um, and the other thing you want to consider is if you're going to build your own wheels, I know they're more expensive, but just go with it. Find a quality builder that understands how to build with spokes for your weight, for the rims that you're using. If you ever need have questions about truing your wheels or need anything from us uh, regarding spokes, we have um, owner's manuals that you can get. You can set all your tensions properly, make sure, making sure that everything is set up uh, just for you. And if you have other questions about it, um, definitely reach out to us. We have a... Um, wheel one-on-one you can talk to me about um, spokes truing tensioning all that sort of stuff to get yourself set up i hope this was helpful Um, definitely consider your spokes for your future and if you have any questions about it uh, look forward i look forward to talking to you Um, stay safe out there i'd be kind to one another and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening to faster if you enjoyed this episode please share it leave a review or teach a friend what you learned today for more great episodes on getting faster subscribe to this podcast While you're on your next ride, be kind to one another and ride safe.